Welcome to Getting Real with Real Estate with Danielle Kempf and Jim Kemp, St. Louis's favorite father-daughter real estate team. Your source of real estate information in the greater St. Louis area. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hello, America. How's everyone doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. All right, yeah. cool. Well, welcome cool. to the podcast, everybody. Yes, hello, hello. We're glad to have you. Uh, so today, I'm just going to take on over. Yeah, what are we going to talk about today, Daniel? So we've all seen media coverage, the news, um, and it's all negative, I feel. It's a lot of negative news that, especially around real estate, that the market's going to crash and home prices are plummeting and yep, It's a horrible time, whatnot. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so today, we're going to talk about why it's still a good time to buy a house and okay. we're going to debunk a few of the media myths I that are kind it. of floating around out there. I love it. Just don't let me get on a, too long of a rant about the media. So if I do, just give me a kick in you. the shin or yeah, something. Yeah, I might kick you under the table. Yeah, something, smack me or whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But first, as always, we need to start with a joke. So you a got joke. a joke for us today, Danielle? I do have a joke for the day. All okay, right. you ready? Let's go. What did an appraiser's wife say when she can't fall asleep? What does an appraiser's wife say I, uh, when she can't fall asleep? I don't know, really. What's that? Honey, tell me about your day at work. <laughs> <laughs> that was mean. It was funny, uh, but it was mean. We love all you appraisers out we there. Do. But you got to admit, that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> all right. Well, good, good, good. Okay, um, so let's dive on in. All right. Let's dive on in about... Um, what do we want to talk about? Interest rates, market now, crashing? What's uh, the first topic? Uh, Media. Yeah. So. Start with the media. Can I? I'm going to start my rant just On a little the bit. Box. It's going to be. I'll promise I'll keep it short. But you I'm know, yeah. Time you. Go. You said it. You said it right. I mean, everything you hear in the media is how bad everything is, right? I mean, the market's crashing. It's a bubble. It's it. Everything's bad, bad, bad. Rates are so high. Inflation so high. All all this negative nonsense. And um, I mean, granted, it, there are some things there that are not you know, maybe they're not ideal, right? But it's, um, I think the media just likes to, to use fear and, and uh, try to scare people to get ratings. That's and, valid. Yeah. And I mean, I, it draws news. Yeah, it, it just drives coverage. me crazy. Though. It drives me crazy. But, um, you know, really, we're, we're going to, I guess we're going to just kind of talk about, sure, there's some negative things. Let's talk, oh, well, yeah. we can bring interest rates in. Let's start Let's with start that. Let's start with right? that. That's, That's they're good, not great right now. Well, they, yeah. I read, well, but I, also, I'll let you say the side part of that. They're higher than what we've been used to since 2019. It's what, like, we're used to the 2 3%, and they did go up drastically. Yeah. However... At least we're not back in, you know, 1980s. Yeah, right. N 1982, right? They were like 17%, right? That's, That's like more than that. Yeah, right? a little higher than that. Um, and, and currently, you know, yeah, the rates nationally, we, we looked at some information from the uh, Federal Reserve database. 7.57 is like an average 30-year, mm -hmm. you know, is, is what they're looking at, right? So that is, no doubt about it, guys and gals, that's the highest they've been since about 2000. Okay? Fact, it's just a fact. But that's actually lower than if you look back to when they started calculating or, or keeping track of these rates. Mm -hmm. That's really it's about average, or it's actually a little lower, really. Because average um, is like isn't it like eight point five? It's somewhere or right around eight. 8 yeah, I, I think that's about right. Somewhere in, around around eight, give or take a little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, everybody thinking the world's going to end because they don't have a three percent interest rate. It's just you got to get used to the normal. 
guys. I mean, yeah, this is the new normal. It, yeah, it's not the, at the, least for a while until. Well, the rates the, coming out of the pandemic were artificially inflated, low, low. Yes. to try to keep the economy because our economy yes. was in the toilet. Yes. quite frankly, right. And if they drop back down again, that means that our economy is starting to go back. Go back down. Getting getting flushed a little bit, right? Yeah. You're not going to get. You, you're never going to see those. Uh, I don't say never, no. but in my opinion. You're never going to see three percent interest rates. Again. I mean, we really so don't you want just kind of you don't really want to, right? Because if if that's the case, that probably means our our economy is is struggling. really struggling, right? And who wants that? I don't. Right? That means yeah. there's high unemployment. That means your your neighbors are out of their job, or you're out of your job, and um, you know you just don't. I don't know. It, it, so as much as I hate to say it, I know you gotta I get, get used it. to it. You I just got to get yeah. used to it. Right. I mean, it affects everybody, but that's, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to dive on into like a kind of side topic of that. And when mm-hmm. rates, if, and when rates do come back down, mm-hmm. every buyer is going to get back into the market. Every buyer who put like backed out because interest rates went up mm-hmm. is going to come back in. I mean, I'm part of it. I'd say an entire generation is ready to buy that house. I mean, I'm 26 years old. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready in 2020 when all the rates were 3%. Wish I was, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so every, you know, a lot of people around my age, the younger people, first-time home buyers, we're all ready for that. We're ready for interest rates to come back down. And like you said, right. we really don't want to, but, you know, with affordability right now... The well, yeah. price is going up. It would be nice to have that lower interest rate. So there's just an entire generation. And if you're waiting for rates to drop back down, you and everybody else is waiting for that. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, the market, the the, the number of homes on the market are is still, you know, it's pretty low, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to see that increase a little bit. But it's, um, like you said, if, if rates were to drop a point, you would have so many people jumping back into the market that that would just create that excessive demand mm-hmm. and you're going to go right back to the way it was like in 2020 when the pandemic hit and With everybody all the was offers. yeah i mean so i don't know if that's i don't for, really want that for that folks was... who are thinking about buying yeah i mean like right now you it, not all houses not all no but, but the good houses are still going quickly and sometimes they're even getting multiple offers maybe like two three multiple offers not like the five to eight mm-hmm. ten plus multiple offers that we saw definitely during covid yeah yeah you know inventory um well sales numbers sales volumes are down in our market right now we know that they're they're down across yeah. the state um but days on market those are you know pretty down as well a little bit but the uh the inventory um is is a little bit bad well the inventory is down i guess but um you are still seeing some houses where as a buyer you you know the, the homes are sitting on the market just a just little, a bit, little longer, bit longer mm-hmm. and that allows you to i'm not going to say you're going to get 10 percent off of this price but you you got some room to negotiate now i think that you didn't have a year and you ago. have time to make a decision too because i don't want to say a lot of people but like maybe some buyers felt rushed into buying a home because they're oh, like yeah. oh well like i just need a place like i this is my like fifth six offer that i've put in and i didn't get in and not settling on a home per se but they you have more time to decide if it's really a good fit for you or not yeah i would agree i would agree um what what other topic there danielle did you want to talk about let's talk about the crash oh which one the one coming (laughs) up or the one that we had well that goes back to the media part yeah Uh, you know i i just um i'm going back to 
to thrash on the media again here a little bit. You know, everybody, there, there's people out there that are saying the market's going to, you know, prices are going to crash by 20 to 25%, right? Yeah, I got um, that somewhere that like it, Austin prices have dropped by 19%. Yeah, there's a couple markets where prices are down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't see that in St. Louis, do you? No, I think the mid the Midwest has actually been fairly solid, um, really. And um, if you if you look at uh, price improvements over the last several years, mm-hmm. right? In the, and I'm just going to use some state of Missouri numbers. This this is this is going to be, in my opinion, what we talk about here. And we've maybe kind of talked a little bit about this before on other podcasts. But this is one of the prime reasons that I think people should consider going ahead and, and getting into the market and, and buying, um, you know, now if it, if it works for you is because if you look at going back to, to January of 2013, right? I looked at some numbers going back 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody knows I'm a numbers guy. By now, if you don't, you, you know. Welcome to the show. Right. Welcome to the show. You're the first time listener and we appreciate you being here. Uh, but um, so average price of a house, average sale price. Mm-hmm was $141,000 in January of 2013, okay? Today, September of 23, well, it's not September right now, but the- That's le- when the le- numbers were When wrong. the numbers came out, right? Almost $14,000, okay? So um, if, if you look at that, that's a $172,000 increase over 10 years. That works out to be right around an 8% annual return on your investment, right? So if you bought a house 10 years ago, Congratulations. Congratulations. It's more than doubled in value. That's awesome. Well, not quite doubled in value. So, excuse my error there. But, um, you know, that's a really good reason to buy a house, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If you're renting a house right now, you're just paying somebody else's mortgage. You're paying somebody else's mortgage. And I'll throw this in. Rates will eventually drop back down. You'll be able to refinance at some point if you buy a home today. Like Jim just said that sale price of the home is going up and up and up and up. It's going to keep going up. And it's going to keep going up. It's not going to crash back down. Right. So if, today, if you go enter the housing market, today is the lowest those houses are probably going to be because right. next year they're just going to be higher. And if you wait another year after that, they're just going to get higher and higher. Right. And and so, you know, like f- folks who are out there thinking, well, no, there's going to be a crash. You know, we're, the, the media's talking about the bubble and this and that. The reason there's not going to be a crash is because ever since the the depression, right, the great great recession, I guess we should call it back in around bad. 08, 09, 10 in that in that time period, right? Home prices did go down. They went down. I think if you add up the two years they really went down, it was somewhere around 14%, okay? So, and that was the worst uh that we've ever seen that happen it, it, going all the way back to the great Re- depression depressions and recessions, whichever. But so the depression was in the 30s, right? The recession was in the 2000, almost 10. So, um, you know, they did go down about 14% then. Everybody's looking for that again, but that's not going to happen, guys. I hate to, uh, if you're thinking that, um, the reason it's not is because, number one, again, and we've talked about this. Yeah. Was, were you going to stop me then? No, I'm just oh, doing okay. number one. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I thought you were like, shut up, Jim. Well, I mean, I did have Rail. one little funny side topic. You said what? back in the 30s and give it seven more years and it will be the 30s again. Uh, well, that's true. So, yeah, okay. So if someone's listening to this and like, 
2033. We're in 2023 right yeah. now. Anyway, continue. Okay. Sorry. So um, now that you totally blew my train of thought, but um, why it's not going to happen? Yeah. We're okay. So one. so the the first thing is right. Ever since, you know, but, well, I'll go back to prior to that situation. Right. Lending standards were different. Right. They were they were uh, fog a mirror and get a loan. Yeah. Thank you for the visual there. <laughs> but that's true. It really was. I mean, there was a lot of things going on there that inflated prices um, for no really no real reason. There's okay? just no no real structure. economic reason, right? Oh. There was a great there was a demand yeah. more demand because more people could buy a house, but a lot of those folks just quite honestly shouldn't shouldn't have been able to buy a house for for reasons like you really don't have very good credit. And or, wasn't it that like you could just like t- yeah like you could lie about your income so stated you could get income the bigger loans. house you could get a stated and then income you loan you can't really just afford it or the negative right. amortization loans they did a lot yeah. of those back then too a lot of those things yep a lot of those things got people in trouble you you really don't you haven't had that since that time right there's been reforms so there's been reforms on lending that make it much more stringent and so the people who are who are in a home right now and paying a mortgage their credit quality is much higher than it was back then. So there's that's point number one. Okay. Point number two, right, is as we all know, since even say just since the since COVID, mm-hmm. right, home prices in Missouri, that the equity people have in their homes, is like 38 or 39 percent higher than it was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. So that means everybody's got equity. Yep. Everybody has a ton of equity. A yep. lot of uh, they're much higher net worth, right, mm-hmm. which. Re, that's another reason to buy a house because it helps improve your net worth over time. We've talked about that before. Talked about that before too. So everybody's got equity. So let's say, God forbid, you did lose your job and you, you know, or you had a, a crisis and um, you had to sell that home. You could sell that home, yeah. right? There's demand out there. You've got equity. You're not not worried about having going sideways on your loan and and you know running into a sh- foreclosure or short sale yeah. situation. Those kind of things. So so those that's out of the mix. Yeah. And I'm just going to chime on in on the foreclosures. There's not many out there right now. No. And all the homeowners who, you know, have owned their home, they're all locked into that 3% rate. So like you just kind of said, if they do start getting in financial trouble, they can sell and they're still might end up with a little bit of equity in their pocket at the end of the day. Oh yeah, absolutely. They could walk, they could sell that house, walk away and have money. Yeah. Right. To spare. So Obviously, that's not an ideal situation, but no. that's that's just why there's not going to be a crash. There's no. still a shortage of inventory, no matter how you look at it, yes. um, and, and there's not going to be a crash. Now, a little bit of a tangent that I will throw in there okay. is commercial real estate's a little different, okay? Yeah. And I think it's pretty well documented that there are some issues going on in the commercial markets now that I think the media is picking up on that. And they're talking about how that might blow up a little bit, and I and I would tend to agree a little bit on that because that's a, a different situation, okay. But it's not going to affect your home, okay. Yeah. That's my that's my spin because you know with the commercial stuff, you and I were just kind of chatting we about it. Like workplaces, earlier. like not a lot of people go into the office anymore. So yeah, well, you know, yeah. If you own an office building, right? You, you're losing tenants. You're pro- yeah. Your your uh, your vacancy rates are higher now because. People all, are working from home. Yeah, they're all working from home. The companies who are renting that space are probably not renewing leases. They don't need the space. So, And then the other part of that is, too, the loans that you get on a commercial deal are different than your kind of standard 30-year or 15-year yeah, fixed term. loan. Yeah, they're going to be they're a like, three- to five-year yeah. loan that you have to renew every every couple of years. And, and now 
as those are coming due, which they are, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from that 3% or whatever, 3 4 whatever percent they might be at, they're now going to be at 8 yeah. And so that's putting a, a real damper on the folks who own that commercial property. And that, I, w- I do agree, that's going to be a, a, an issue, and that could be kind of a storm there. But hmm. um, I, I just, in that the housing market, affect, yeah. the housing market, which is what it. we're talking about, it, I just, yeah, I, it, it's it. not going to happen. Yeah. And, and my crystal ball is no better than the next guys, but I think the facts are the facts. pretty clear. Yeah, and the, then there's always, like, we kind of joke that there's, like, three or five Ds in real estate. There's death, divorce, diapers, downsizing. And I always forget the fifth one because you don't say diapers and downsizing. I, I only got three those. Ds. Yeah, I only Which have is three. Your, what are yours? Death, divorce, and? Disease. That's so the people same get as death. Sick. No, not really. People might get sick and have to move out of their home. Okay. Uh, it's I'm, similar. I think it might be, like, debt or something like that, whatever. But. I, yeah. But anyway, things are always happening. People are like, families are moving in together. Families are growing. Kids are going off to college. Parents are downsizing. Things are always happening. People are always going to buy and sell real estate. Yeah. The, yeah. And, and, and I think kind of what I know, like what we're seeing really is a lot of the sales that we're, uh, the listings that we're getting are mm-hmm. people who have to sell for mm-hmm. various reasons. Yeah. Job transfers. Yeah. Um, Families growing, got to get a bigger house. That's a big one. Getting closer to family, that's a big one, too, for a lot of folks. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, luckily, we haven't seen a lot of people pass away. We don't don't want to have to sell your house because of that reason. But, um, you know, things, things, life, life things happen. So, um, yeah, there's always going to be some need to buy and sell. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, yeah. And then I don't know if you have any more topics after that, but I'm going to dive into one other little topic. Go for it. Um, best, when is the best time of the year to buy a house? Whenever you find the house you love, I would say. Oh, okay. Well, so I <laughs> That's did, my answer. What's so the I real did some, answer? Like, well, I don't think there is a real answer. I think that is the real answer. But some of my research, some of my findings, and like I would tend to agree with this throughout seeing the markets, mm-hmm. is that, um, the... I don't want to say worse. The more expensive, the more competition you're going to have is in the spring and summer because that's when, you know, spring or like the spring selling season, you have the curb appeal, you're finding a home before school uh, starts. Yeah, I agree um, with that. That's when all the competition, it picks up. It does. And then kind of around Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, it kind of dips back down in the holidays because you don't want to battle Santa Claus. Um, I agree with that. Inventory drops down. There are, like you said, job relocations. Mm-hmm. Those kind of start popping up um, more in the at the end of the year because people relocate at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, so, like, if you're listening to this If you're thinking about November, buying, yeah, yeah, this could be a really good time for this, it. This is a really good time because... There's not as much competition out in the market in St. Louis. Well, and and I'll I'll give you some statistics to kind of prove that. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, right? Yeah. From well, from November, like if you look at the number of sales in November, was like twenty seven hundred, a little over twenty seven hundred. Yeah. And then and that it, it kind of dropped from from November through January. It hit its kind of low in January, probably somewhere around. Uh, 18 or 1850 something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so that just means that there's there were less people out there looking yeah. for a home because the days on market you know went Increased. up during mm-hmm. that time of year because a lot of folks weren't really in the market because of what you said people yeah. are battling Santa Claus and you got the holidays and some people just don't want to move then yeah but a lot of people have to yeah but, I mean it also gets dark at 
four o'clock and he wants to see a house in the dark. Yeah, but if you're looking and you're looking time. to buy, you you don't have a lot of competition from other buyers. Exactly. So that's uh, yeah, I would totally agree with you. I think that's a that's a great uh, that's a great point. And you know, so if people find the house that they want and they love, um, you know, guys, just you know, grab it. I think is yeah. my uh, that that would be my advice to you. I'd agree. Um, I'd agree. I, I personally, I don't think rates are going to go too super, you know, they're not going to get super low, but they might drop a little bit in the next couple of years. And if they do, great. Take advantage of refi uh, and and uh, uh, then you can lower your payments a little bit. I, I will say, you know, it's not all rosy. I, I will say that like for our first time home buyers, it is a little bit of a struggle. Oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, that's kind of, I think, the well documented. affordability, you have Afford- that. Yeah. So affordability charge. has... Um, it, it has dropped for first time home buyers. And you want that number to be higher, right? Yeah. So, if you just as a, as a, um, uh, a comparison, right? So, in 2020, the, um, and this is, this is from the National Association of Realtors statistics, but their first time home buyer index was 111.9. Uh, I don't know the exact calculation. I'm not going to say I do how they come to that number, but I will tell you the higher the number, the better, yeah. right? And so in the second quarter of 2023, that number is down to 61.4. So that's, that's mm-hmm. tough, right? Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. The home prices for a starter home went from 255 in 2020, and they're 342,000 now. So that's uh, like a 34% increase. Yeah. Um, so and that say part, the one that you found about the so the Midwest inc- or the... House oh, the income. income? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, but I feel like that's a good comparison to know with it. As the home and crisis pay, payment crisis. to income, your monthly P and I is that the one you're talking about? So your monthly P and I is, um, and here's good news about us being in the Midwest. Okay, the the Midwest overall, the affordability index is almost 120. Okay, and that's that's overall affordability index, but um, in in our market. The um, monthly principal and interest payments is about sixteen hundred and seventy. Now that is up sub- su- substantially from uh, from twenty twenty, but we are in the most affordable part of the country, the Midwest. So that I mean, take some solace in that. Um, That's the chart I was looking. Oh, at. you're talking about the one. the income part. Yeah. yeah, incomes are up eight. So first time home buyer, going back to that, their income is up about 8%, but the house price is up 34%, 34%. from 2020. So yeah, it so hasn't that, kept pace. No, it hasn't. I think that's so, a big, that I mean, I, that is a huge factor in the yeah, affordability yep. that's, part of it. That is the one area of, I think, the, the real estate market that um, is is those affordable first-time homebuyer kind of houses. You just don't see them much anymore. No. And they're not being built. Builders are building stuff that starts in the, you know, probably Well, I mean, like high the ones down in Afton, they're two, three bedrooms all the, already starting in the high four, high 500s. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah. so it is tough on our first-time home buyers. Yeah. I'm not, we ain't going to lie about that. No. But, again, I would still just tell our first-time home buyers that it, it's still, you know. You can't go in the past. You can't rewind time and go buy back in 2020. So now's as good a time to buy as any yeah i would say go you know go for it and your house is gonna your value you're gonna start building equity. you're gonna start building equity that's immediately. the main thing. right right because home prices are not going down home prices in missouri if i look at the last year they they're up 4.7 percent in the last year okay mm-hmm. so that's a that's a, a pretty decent number yeah. 
I think historically that range is between two and three percent. But over the last decade, like we stated earlier, it's like eight percent, which is huge. So why wait now? Get get on board on that Mm -hmm. and and let your you know start start instead of paying a landlord's rent or instead of paying a landlord's mortgage, pay your own own mortgage, mortgage. build equity, build your net worth. And I think in the long haul, you're just going to come out way farther ahead agreed in life so um so if you have any questions about buying in today's market yeah we talked a lot there yeah absolutely um or if you just even want to talk about is now a good time for you um given your whole situation we'll help you through that or yeah or if you just want to plan plan. yeah Yeah. if you are thinking about maybe doing it next year yep i mean it's all almost already next year but if you think about it next year 2024 2025 Let's yeah, just hey, have a chat. Yeah, we don't care if you're going to buy next month or next year or five years from now. Ten if years. We, if we can help you, if we can help you get kind of a game plan and 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 figure out what you need to do to get ready to buy a house, we would absolutely love to have a chance to just have a have a chat, like Danielle said. So, with that, I think we'll sign off for today. Yeah. All right. Have uh, a good one, folks. M I Z. You've been listening to Getting Real with Real Estate with the Kemp Team. Have questions about real estate or something you'd like to discuss? Contact the Kemp team at 314-336-1926 or visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Kemp team. Don't want to miss any episodes? Follow us on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. The Kemp team, real, honest real estate.